0: This week in League, Todd Payton maintains the West Tigers' tradition of not holding his piss after an early finals exit.
1: The Newcastle Knights bring in a coaching director to oversee their incoming rookie coach. The West Tigers look to become a hit with the ladies, just like Robert Louis and new recruit Tiger Woods. And we preview the third round action for the 2011 Four Nations Tournament.
0: All that and more, this week in League. Welcome to episode 73 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Glenn. Housekeeping. I only got one item this week, the podcast awards. Unfortunately, we were not victorious. Bush, and, boo. And, and while we'll never know what the final placings are, we do know that we were defeated by ESPN's fantasy Focus football. Rest assured, we'll be back in there next well, season. That is a fucking
1: we'll, fantasy, if you ask me.
0: It is. It is and I mean, obviously, yeah, our know, Twitter fans... yeah. Had a, you know, a couple of them had a bit of a spack attack about it, but... It's a death um, to good taste. It is, it is. But we'll make another run at it next, uh, next year, and uh, if you didn't vote every single day, next time... What now you fuck? know Now you
1: know what you've got to do. <laughs> Thanks for nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we're not alone, though. One of our favourite shows that Joe Rogan experienced was defeated by Leo Laporte's Old Man Balls This Week in Tech show, which I used to listen to um, religiously. It used to be one of the ones on the rotation, and then I just got sick of him. He's fucking passed it, Leo. He's kind of like an old. He's kind of like a. Well, he's a podcasting like pioneer, but I'm oh, sick of the shit he carries on with these days. So, uh,
1: Joe Rogan, new and shiny. Exactly. Leo, old and busted. Exactly. But some people don't want to acknowledge
0: that. ESPN's fantasy focus football. Old and busted. This week in league. New and shiny. It's a new hotness. Next season we're gonna
1: fucking win for sure with the help of uh, Twill Nation I can't see us losing but uh, appreciate everyone's help in voting each and every day to try and get us over the line and we're sorry we didn't get there but really I mean ES- ESPN exactly. fantasy, fantasy focus and I'm pretty sure we came what second the fuck is that I'm pretty sure we came second sounds like a porn site yeah yeah, exactly certainly fucked us <laughs>
0: News. The NRL finally takes a war footing with the AFL. Look closely at the NRL's new draw and it could be a battle plan for Western Sydney. The NRL's made no secret of the fact that it considered the AFL's arrival in the region next year through the GWS Giants when it put together its draw for next year. What came out of those considerations was a deliberate attempt to give Western Sydney the best of rugby league. Well, not the best of rugby league, but, you know, the finger. Uh, in the opening weeks, I'm the assuming
1: Parramatta's involved somewhere.
0: <laughs> well, there's four, four Western suburbs teams involved involved there, and let's face it, three of them missed the finals. That's right. I'm glad and, to clarify it. And, and one of them pretty much embarrassed well, themselves. <laughs> 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 embarrassed themselves the way they the way they choked on uh, choked on a hungy. <laughs> so, choked on small flightless birds. So the plan for the the plan for the NRL uh, to take on the GWS. Key inclusions are ensuring that the Western Sydney teams, Penrith, Parramatta, West Tigers and the Bulldogs, travel out of Sydney only three times in the opening five rounds between them, which is amazing. Good for the good for those teams just for the season as well, to have, you know, presumably so many home games or close to home games, you know, they've probably scheduled some local derbies in there as well. Um,
1: I don't but, know that this is a good move. Why? Well, not that I know much about AFL, but GWS is going to be shit, right? Yep. Yeah. So why don't they put all the Western Sydney rugby league teams make them all play in fucking Siberia for the first 5 weeks of the competition encourage all these motherfuckers to go watch that shit sport with that shit team realize how fucked <laughs> fuck they are and then bring all the Western Sydney clubs back and say now what's a real sport bitches <laughs>
0: that's a great plan and I and I wish that you know it just shows how you know David Gallup is at the end of the competition he didn't come up with that um also in the first five rounds, there's going to be 12 home matches for the Western Sydney Club. So if you're, if you're a Westie, a lot of footy that's going to be within uh, driving, you know, easy driving distance. Or hitchhiking. Or hitchhiking. Or, you know, carjacking. Or carjacking carjacking <laughs> yeah. distance. So, yeah. Car, car thieving,
1: whatever it may be. Um, the, the, the very fucking idea that the governing body of a sport is such as the AFL... With their like their Melbourne influence, mm-hmm. with their fucking suits and their scarves and their <coughs> hoity-toityness and their Crown Casino, yeah. The very thought that Westies sleeveless, are sleeveless jerseys. align themselves with Melbourne people. Well, they might get they might in a Melbourne sport. Nothing good come out of Melbourne, no, except but- the exit highway.
0: Well, they might, you know, maybe they they say, well, you know, GWS they're wearing these uh, fancy sleeveless jerseys, and you know, it kind of goes with the singlets that you, you find around the western suburbs. Maybe well, they
1: got the colours right, <laughs> West Tigers colours. It's about <laughs> as close as they're going to come to getting it right. Um, who cares? They're going to get thumped by about a hundred, average of a hundred points all season. Yep. No one cares, and they're going to pump money into it. Good luck to them. I hope they go broke with their shit sport and their Melbourne people.
0: Yeah, and it's good to see the NRL. I mean, the NRL have been kind of taking on the back foot all the time with the AFL and not really engaging with them. Uh, where the AFL is, you know, trying to, you know, pro- correctly for their purposes, trying to, you know, give their teams, the, the new sides, you know, the best possible chance. You're know, giving like standalone games and things like that. Um, however, the NRL's counted this time with um, six home home games for the GWS side are going to have to come up against a derby between two of the Western Sydney sides as well. So they're purposely just like, fuck, middle finger straight to the AFL, um, which is great. And I try to take the shine off them. And um, I'm gl- I, You know, I'm really happy to see them actually starting to do this instead of sit back and, you know, getting smacked in the monkey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's your word of the day, isn't it? You love it. You really love it. Um, yeah, I think that it's uh, it's an interesting take, probably a few months too late, but at least they're taking the fight now, um, which is their fight to win. At the end of the day, it's akin to kicking puppies. It's yep. a bit like taking on whales in yep. Rugby League. Um, you know, the... Uh, it's a bit like US. a same bolt
0: running in the Special Olympics. Sorry? It's a bit like a same bolt running in the Special Olympics. <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> right. So, at least they've woken up and, and realised that... Um, You know, they've got all the aces up their sleeve and and GWS have an inferior sport at an inferior stadium with inferior crowds and uh, their biggest draw card is a rugby league player. So, Mm -hmm. good luck to them. Who's an inferior
0: specimen for their sport.
1: Yes, exactly. But, hey, good luck to them. The end.
0: D-Day could possibly loom for the Bunnies. South Sydney may be up for sale in June. Chairman Nick Pappas insists high profile owners Russell Crowe and Peter Holmes of Court won't walk away. However, South Sydney could be up for sale on <laughs> June gonna 7th. going fucking
1: run away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when Russell Crowe and Peter Holmes of Court swept to power at Redford in 2006, buying 75% of the club for $3 million, what a fucking bargain that was. The biggest. I mean, we think of. South. It, well, it is South, but I mean, think of other clubs. I mean, yeah. like. Like 100% of Manly is like, you know, it was I think it's, when it was around $12 million, everyone mm. kicked in all said. And even that, I think was a cheap, you know, it was a good deal. Uh, but the biggest question is how long will they stick around? Um, and if they wish to walk away, their deal... That they uh, implemented when they took over initially in like 2006 or whatever it was, uh, could be June 7th as soon as June, as soon as June 7th next year. South chairman Nick Pappas told the Sun Herald that he would be extremely surprised if Crow and Holmes of Court sold their shares in the club next year. There was a moratorium on the date by which they could sell if they wanted to sell, but that's a very different proposition to them actually selling. Pappas said. Russell Crowe has previously spoken of the financial burden that South Sydney has become. In an interview with ABC Radio in 2008, he said, It's gone from being a passion to something more of a great big lead weight around my neck. It's far more time-consuming than I could ever have possibly imagined. It's definitely in a place in my life now where it occupies, in a relative sense, way too much time. In a Christmas video message to Rabbitohs members later that year, he said, but I'll tell you this though, I won't continue to put the type of cash I've had to into South forever. The business has, been, has to begin to stand on its own feet and to be quite sure that is not uh, not an emotional issue for me. It is what it is. That's pretty strong, pretty, strong um, words. And it's funny, it's also just coming words. out now. I mean, like I've never had an inkling of this shit before I, Before the, the article came out this week.
1: Yeah, I don't know. How many moves has Russell made lately?
0: Well there is that. Oh he's got what, what is he
1: what is he's gonna he average about twenty million a movie, pumps out a couple of movies, he so can pump a couple of million extra into South and keep them going.
0: You could do an Australian movie and make the money, honestly. You think? Yeah. Why well, uh, the
1: fuck would you do that when you could do it in Hollywood?
0: Yeah, well, I'm just saying. I mean like, you know, if you had to, you could do a Tropfest movie <laughs> a Tropfest short <laughs> film with it. Uh they say that uh, Holmes of Court's owed four point five million dollars uh by the football club and Russell is owed 1.65 million by the football club and they're legally able to call those debts in on September 30th next year
1: all jokes aside I think they've actually uh, done a really good job with the South Sydney football club and on field I'd- results speak for themselves <laughs> <laughs> you know what they've got right is their merchandise watermelon patch merchandise oh okay what about it <laughs> <laughs> and their recruitment of Burgeye <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, if if they were to sell the club and and they had to hang their hat on on uh, a legacy that included, uh, you know, the Burgess family, drumming girls, marching band, marching instead of, band instead of hot chicks, uh,
0: some pretty epic merchandise. What exactly in the merchandise just is, their catches, range. is I Just their range. I just think the way that range.
1: they've designed their, their range of merchandise, or the, the range has been designed for them, uh, it's a bit edgy, it's a bit urban, it's a bit cool. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I wouldn't buy it, but <clears throat> I'm not a South fan. They're not the only club that has that, though. Manly's, Manly's done all right. Manly's got I it. Pen- think Manly's Pen- off the mark.
0: Penrith, 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 has it, Penrith has it as well. I, teams with ISC jerseys, ISC have like an urban, you know, sort of streetwear kind of uh, line of stuff. Yeah, I've I'm seen I, doing it. I've seen a picture yeah. of uh, MG wearing a, a pen with, uh, like a Panthers hoodie, similar to like the same kind of design to the Manly one I've got, which is quite frankly the best piece of fucking merchandise I ever bought. Um, I like the way you think. A jacket fine enough to be fucking married, buried all that in. Excellent. It's amazing. Can't I'm recommend highly enough. Happy to
1: a being buried in it. <laughs> Just keep that fucking attitude up. <laughs> uh. I, I don't know about how South fans feel, but I think they've um, they've given a the club a profile um, since they've bought the club that and and brought it in, certainly into the mainstream of people that don't necessarily associate with rugby league and, and given it a lot of exposure. Um, you know, you have to look back at the last season uh, with the whole Oprah thing. Was it last season? And last yeah. Um, so they, they've brought a lot of exposure to the club that they wouldn't have otherwise have had. And I think, um, you know, with the redevelopment of Redfern Oval, there's a lot of positive sort of things that are going on with South. and I don't know that they'll be looking to walk away at this stage, so it might just be a bit of a flash-in-the-pan story, this one. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. And I think they're pretty passionate owners, guys that are heavy hitters um, in in business and, um, and, and in the social media pages, and it gives them a good profile, and... I, I, I doubt whether the South fans would be happy to see him. No, it, walk it, away it from reeks,
0: it reeks of, a, of, of a journalist finding out that they can on that date mm. and trying to turn it into a story that they could on that date. Yeah. I don't think they will, but I did find it very interesting that it even um, that the possibility was there, and you yeah. know, and the, especially when it listed the figures, that, you know, the money that they have sunk into the club and that they're owed by the club.
1: Still, like, yeah, not At the end of day, about. makes one movie. A million yeah, bucks doesn't yeah,
0: seem exactly. like a big deal. Exactly. But, I mean, yeah, he's, you yeah, know, home's a court. How's he going to get his four and a half mil?
1: That's not exactly a lot of money to him. Yeah, he got
0: he it? got duped a bit, too, being the silent partner. I mean, he doesn't get a lot out of it other than, you know, like people know that he was involved, you know, in the bid with Russell Crowe to take over the sideway back when. And he
1: has taken a bit of a backward step, certainly in the last yeah. 12 to 18 months, whereas early Russell on Russell Crowe's always the one
0: they film in the stands and, you know, all that sort of... And he's the one that always gets the, you know, it's Russell Crowe's team. yeah. And yet he's he's uh, owed three times.
1: I suspect he's is. doing um, more behind the scenes from a business perspective, which is where his strengths lie. Yeah, uh, Russell's a bit more of a uh, a profile sort of, to you know, to get bums on seats, so to speak, yeah. and, and obviously he's doing the hard yards <laughs> yeah. from the business aspects. So I guess they're both playing to their strengths uh, individually. So. Um, it's worked well for them so far, and I think they've done their best to try and put a team on the park that's going to get results. They haven't quite been forthcoming, have only made the finals once since they have took, the cl- uh, took over the club. So Good time that was, too. Sorry? I was at that game. When you knocked them out, smashed them 30 to 6. That's Didn't stand innocent. a chance. <laughs> <You're> so, such a <laughs> fucking hater, man. You just hate fucking, everything. Fucking Why hate the world. You know,
0: in that game, the Ravidose fans fucking set off a flare. Did that? I thought we were playing the dogs for a second. <laughs> Next story Todd Payton joins the exclusive West Tigers who can't hold their piss club Former rugby league representative star In quotes Todd Payton has today avoided a conviction for urinating on the Hyde Park War Memorial The incident took place at 12.30am on September 18th After Payton went on a night out on town with his friends Downing Centre local court heard the former prop was so intoxicated That he was unable to answer questions from the police Peyton, who retired recently, appeared in court today charged with committing an indecent and offensive act on a war memorial. I didn't realise it was actually like a charge on a war memorial. <laughs> the incident was not revealed. <laughs>
1: yeah, how did they come up with that? Some, someone had to have done it first. Exactly,
0: exactly. i not probably gonna, Anthony Watman. I'm certainly not going to claim he was, he was the first. I mean, yeah, Benji probably smacked one because he thought it said Lockie was better. <laughs> he smacked a stone soldier in the gob and uh, impaled his shoulder on a, on a bayonet. Okay, know, which,
1: okay. <laughs> which few uh, years. which are which predicated shoulder injuries? <laughs> well, no, I'm saying. Okay, let's
0: not bring up old shit. I'm saying it happened a few years ago. Around about the time he was suffering from shoulder problems. <laughs> the uh, incident was bring not bring
1: up. You know, a statue's being touched inappropriately. Don't make me do it.
0: The incident was not revealed <laughs> in the <public> by National <laughs> Rugby League. The court heard that Peyton 32, had pleaded guilty but did not bring any character references with him because he was too embarrassed to tell anyone what had happened.
1: <laughs> he would be, Toddies. I was stunned when I read this story.
0: It came... It's really come out of nowhere, and the magistrate accepted his claim that he was not aware he was urinating on a war memorial and had not intended to desecrate what to many is a site of great significance. He didn't get a conviction recorded against him, and he was put on a six-month good behaviour bond.
1: Did he have to go and clean it up? Oh, I wouldn't imagine so. I think what we can learn from this is that Todd Payton pisses like he plays the ball. Yeah. In the wrong fucking place. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> again and again and again and, uh, and again. And given he's retired, this would probably be the last time he does it. But you never know. I'd like to say this is the most disappointed I've ever been in Todd, but there was that Titans game earlier this season. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> and those two those two points would have come in, for, you know, reasonably handy.
1: Then you I wouldn't have got to save the top of the fucking Warriors, would well, it? I'm sure you had the Warriors. You, you, would have, you would have gone out in the first round.
0: Um, <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. Um, and uh, speaking of tigers who love to mistreat women, Tiger Woods. <laughs> Becomes a Tiger, making his first public appearance since arriving for Sydney for this week's Australian Open. Tiger Woods was this morning presented with a West Tigers jersey and a season ticket, which he won't use game one of, by Premier and unashamed West Tigers tragic Barry O'Farrell and winger Lottie Takiri. Tiger Woods admitted his knowledge of rugby league was limited compared to its cross-code rival rugby union. A quote, I've been watching the Rugby World Cup and stuff like that. That's what I've been watching, but I don't know a lot about league but he said he's trying to learn and said he watched a replay of the 1981 Grand Final on television earlier this week.
1: 1981 Grand Final. That's what they showed him I to s- get him into rugby league? <clears throat> yeah,
0: and see, see, the, blue, the, see the blue team. They don't actually really exist anymore except in reserve grade. Uh,
1: you don't think we could have... <laughs> Slipped him a copy of the 2005 grand final if we're going to give him a season ticket he <laughs> won't use. Well, I mean, tell Slip this into the Blu ray on your fucking private jet tiger. Don't worry about watching the blue bags run around. <laughs> hey, about something relevant? So, um. Bonnie O'Farrell. If he, has time, if he has
0: time on his next visit down under, he'd be keen to watch a match live.
1: Chance of that happening? <laughs> Zero imagine, percent chance. Imagine the lucky Bogan. Yeah, <laughs> that walks in completely unexpectedly one sunny Sunday afternoon at Leichhardt Oval. Yeah, slips in in the middle of winter in his ugg boots and his yeah. singlet and his stubbies, and Laurie Nichols. He's got his he's got <laughs> his uh, six pack of rum cans that he smuggled into the ground, and he's got them sitting on the seat next to him. And along comes a well-built uh, African-American gentleman and says. Excuse me, sir. I'd like to uh, assume my seat here. And that's a very lovely looking wife you have there. (laughs) What's what's her name?
0: (laughs) I like how you said, well built African American guy. So, I mean, clearly, so Tiger Woods has assumed a position on your list as well. What sort of tats does he have?
1: No, no tats. He's (laughs) fucking, what you catch from Tiger? Come on, man. (laughs) That's true. True. Um,.
0: 's oh, been everywhere <laughs> good publicity stunt but i don 't think that, i don't think from from stunt value i don't think they got enough you know as much publicity as a, you know as it was probably worth
1: um, probably would have been worth a bit more uh, three years ago yeah tiger actually
0: doesn 't blame all of the uh all of his uh, fuckery, quite literally uh for his decline he's saying he has he's uh, had a lot of injuries and now he's uh fully fit and he 's hitting the ball the way he, he should and as far as he he did and Now he's going to come back and be awesome again.
1: Well, he's got one caddy to carry around his golf bag. He needs another one. The lack of sex he must be getting at the moment needs another caddy to carry around his ball bag.
0: (laughs) I don't think he's having any trouble, despite all that. Yeah, come on, I mean... It's a fucking woods. If Charlie, Charlie Sheen can still get lulled. Someday
1: we'll be saying that about you. Nathan Gearless, man. <laughs> exactly. Nathan Gillis. Motherfucking pimp, son. <laughs> or not.
0: <laughs> the Knights at a coaching director to oversee their new rookie coach. Graham Murray will join forces with NRL super coach Wayne Bennett at Newcastle next season after accepting the position of Knights coaching director. In 2000, he took the Roosters to the grand final, but lost the decider to Brisbane, then coached by Bennett who has taken over as head coach of the Knights, as we all know. <laughs> Murray walked away from is the NRL. Is that NR- like him
1: Bennett's boss?
0: I, think it's, it, 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 I don't think it makes it his boss, but he is someone that he's... he's the way Bennett he's, works for Murray, man. The way his position is going to work um, is that he's going to uh, develop young players while acting as a link between coaches across all grades. Matthew, <laughs> I'll, I'll never get used to saying this. Knights Chief Executive Matthew Gidley said uh, we see this as a really important role and it'll play a big part in our intentions to foster and retain emerging talent from the area.
1: I bet he's flick-passing
0: his responsibilities. Yes. yeah, <laughs> He flicked past that one and um, it's kind of strange I mean they, I remember there was a lot of speculation this morning on, on Twitter and everything when it's like oh the Knights are going to have a press conference and what, are they, what could they be possibly announcing now? Yeah. Uh, like a a, uh,
1: a gold water bowl for Fluffy Or uh, maybe, you know, the uh, separation surgery to take Fluffy off Wayne Bennett's hip has uh, has been successful.
0: But no, none of that. And it hasn't been successful because they're they're not doing it.
1: Definitely um, a surprising move, but I guess they've deemed it necessary. I'm not sure, you know, what happens if, if Fluffy's out of form next season. Graham, you know, hauls Benny into his office and says, but Wayne... We need to talk about Fluffy. I mean, Darius. Yeah, I I, I We need, we need to have a serious chat. I mean, he's not he's not cutting the mustard. I would imagine that Wayne Bennett would be the type of coach like one, that has be, like a... He's ha- like a son to me, Graham. <laughs> You've read the stories. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get anywhere without this kid. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking tried. <laughs> I sit down to take a dump. He's there. He's right there. It's like his I little, see his feet on the other side of the door. It's his little fluffy fleshlight. Another one sex toy for (laughs) Wayne.
0: Recaps Four Nations, game number three, New Zealand thirty six, defeated Wales. 0 easy win to the Kiwis and as you'd expect they are on the board early with a try to Jason Nightingale in just the 5th minute of the game and Benji did what Benji Marshalls do and missed the goal giving the Kiwis a 4-0 lead don't mention he set up a fucking try <clears throat> The Kiwis ruin again eight minutes later, and this a job time... a as a pommy commentator, you would. <laughs> this time, Kevin Locke scored the try that once again went unconverted, 8-0. Don't
1: mention he set up the try.
0: <laughs> oh, he set it up in terms of the fact he was on the field the same time it was scored. They kept the scoreline ticking over nicely with another try. Sikamanu busting his way through four tacklers to score. Miracle of all miracles this time, however. Benji kicked the goal, and it was 14-0. It's Manu, getting really
1: odd now, man. Yeah.
0: I'm not finished though Manu grabbed his double 10 minutes later and his tries were lucky charms for Benji who added his second goal <laughs> of the game taking the Kiwis out to a 20 points to nil lead New Zealand weren't done and right before half time they grabbed one more try this time through Jared Beal. Marshall added the extras and it was 26 points to nil going into oranges the Welsh tried to lift in the second half, but to be fair, the Kiwis dropped off massively with their intensity as well. And after an arm wrestle of sorts for the first 20 minutes of the half, the Kiwis finally got on the board again in the 62nd minute when Beale grabbed his double, 30 points to nil. With five minutes remaining, we had our last points of the match with Nathan Fiennes scoring following a Thomas Lulawai break. Benji got the conversion in a vain attempt to gain some respectability for his kicking and we were left with a final scoreline of 36 points to nil. <laughs>
1: I don't know that I Are you yeah. a
0: New Zealand fan or something? You seem to you seen to I take just, issue with a lot of things I I'm said a in Benji that. Benji Marshall recap.
1: lover. I'm a lover of Benji. I see. And the fact that you mercilessly just <laughs> slam him every <laughs> time the poor bastard has a crack at Kyle. It's you should be ashamed of yourself. It's I don't my, know who you think you are. It's How my, many fucking goals have you kicked? I fucking kicked thousands. You have not. Thousands.
0: Look in, the, look in the record books. front oh, just, will. Just in front of, of Hazim or Masri, and you'll see he'll my see, name. You'll see N. Gilles. In pencil. <laughs> as, a,
1: as a matter
0: of fact, I've got a record book right
1: here. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Well, Benji was clearly everywhere but the kicking tee. He was clearly at his best dominating the Minnows of Rugby League.
0: Yeah. I mean, we could say, yeah, he was dominating the Minnows, but at the end of the day, that's, that's what you have to do to the Minnows you know what really to do. It's your job. Put him to the sword. And he certainly did it for more than 10 minutes in this game. So I'm saying that's a good, it's a positive thing.
1: I'm complimenting the man. I thought Benji had a good game and uh there was not much that the Welsh could do to uh contain him and he had his way with them. Wales were hopelessly outclassed as you'd expect, but and they only really had about what
0: two chances really yeah. to you know reasonable chances to score points themselves.
1: I, I don't think they were without their positive signs some of their defense um in patches um, was okay. They put a couple of hits on, and yeah. they certainly tried hard. But there's a lot of work to do for them before the next World Cup. Yeah, if they're going to be competitive. But
0: because let's uh, let's face it, they're not going to have got anything anything good to
1: look forward to next week. No, definitely <laughs> not. You wouldn't think they'd be uh, you know sitting even Australia <laughs> sitting we'll in trot their out team meetings going, oh, it's "All right, boys, we'll finish with a bang yeah. next week." Australia will trot out uh, all their all their reserve players. Yeah, like um, half the manly you, squad. You, you best believe that Cherry
0: will get his uh, debut. Um, they'll rest. They'll rest, Lockie. I mean, I'll talk about it later, anyway. But um, because Lockie's fucked up with his, his shoulder or whatever it is, Eesh. so they so they give him a bit of a rest. But um, yeah, the Welsh have got nothing good in their future. No, definitely this, not. But I guess this that's what,
1: that's the whole point. You know, we are sort of racing against time as far as trying to get international rugby league back on the map and and several countries more competitive. And that's what the Four Nations format is all about. Having um, you know, the three you know a strong nation well you know two strong nations in England involved um, and then having you know the PNGs and the Welsh and you know potentially the French and those sorts of teams involved um, to try and bring their standard up and that's what this is all about and and in these sort of of formative years um, we're going to have that whipping boy (laughs) so to speak but they'll get more and more competitive as time goes on and Um, you know, unfortunately you're going to have to go through these tough times and they tried hard, but they're just not in the same class, clearly. Um, the atmosphere at Wembley, i tell you, it's, I mean, even for the fact that, you know, it was New Zealand and Wales. Yeah. I guess they would have had some sort of residual support given that they were a bit closer to home than New Zealand, but the chanting and the the cheering and, and I thought it was a great atmosphere, great stadium. Yeah. Ruined by the commentators, <laughs> I think. Yeah, especially the in the second game. The, the commentators are cocks. Yeah, let's let's just get that out there. Yeah, um, I mean, like I, might I don't know that. if that's an accurate representation of English people as a whole. I'd like to say it probably is. Yep. Um, they're cocks. Just, uh, but we'll get to that because it, really, it was far worse in the England game. Far, sure. far worse in the England game um i think new zealand probably missed an opportunity to fine tune their t- their attack certainly in the second half They didn't uh really put wales to the sword although all that it seems funny to say that at 36-0 but they they really could have there was a period put some there, polish yeah, like on their attack minutes, and, yeah. and you know ran some of their set plays and and you know blew out some more cobwebs given that the fact that they got um you know potentially got to play the final against australia and um they got england do, do got to play england as well so yeah. Um, yeah, a bit of a missed opportunity there, but I think they look pretty good. Um, you know, certainly whilst they were putting the game on ice, they, they looked really good. No, Dibber kept the, kept the
0: opposition to nils, yep. you know, scored, scored a fair few points. I mean, really. Hard to be too critical of them, mate. Eh? Exactly, exactly. They did exactly what they had to against the, you know, inferior opposition. Yeah. Four Nations, game number four. Australia, 36, defeated England, 20. The Kangaroos, they overcame some early injuries and got, out the, got the result that everyone wanted to see running away with a comfortable win. Billy Slater went down with a common jockey's injury in the 10th minute of play with a broken collarbone, trying to prevent a Ryan Hall try. All in vain, though. Try was awarded. Poms took a 4-0 lead. Are you
1: fucking kidding? What's that? You're going to bag the man for breaking his collarbone?
0: No, I just said it was a common jockey's injury. It's a fact. Look it up. It's science. <laughs> it's just science. Jockeys <laughs> fall off their horses and break no, their collarbone. No, I'm not being harsh. You don't know if I'm to a see, scientist. How often do you see busted collarbones in, in league? Not often. How many this season? Oh, it's the only one I can think of. No, nah, you're right. It's not common. So it's a common jockey's injury, but not a rugby league football <laughs> player's injury. That's all i was saying. You can make it that what you will, but I mean, I was just, being, I was just saying. I was just, giving, I was just putting my own flavour on it. <laughs>
1: You've got to use the accent. You can't just say I was say putting my own flavour on it. That's it. See, I knew I'd get you... I'm you, gonna like you eventually. <laughs> Australia didn't take long to grab
0: the league though Luke Lewis scoring the try and JT adding the extras 6 points to 4 after 17 minutes Makes a good wing of that Luke Lewis not a bad winger not a bad fat touchy out there <laughs> Case he's, right. he's not fat and, uh, and uh, he doesn't hang wide enough for a touchy uh, 10 minutes before half time we got to see one of the greatest tries in the history of Test Rugby League with T-Rex making Chris Hino look like an ordinary West Tigers player that he is steam, <laughs> steamrolling him on his way to the try line <laughs> following the conversion from JT Australia took a 12 points to 4 lead Right on half time, the Poms clawed one back, Ryan Hall grabbing his double with a try in the corner, giving us a 12-8 scoreline at the break. Australia took the game of the Poms in the second half, though, building a match-winning lead with tries to Inglis and Gallon inside the first 15 minutes, blowing the scoreline out to 24 points to 8. England, they attempted to get back in the game, as Darius Boyd did his best Billy Slater impersonation, making a meal of a high ball and allowing Jack Reed to run away (laughs) and score untouched,
1: 24-14. Australia. Oh, look at you with your little smug look on your face, just there, just baiting people. I like jokes. Australia were never letting this one go. Restor- you are a joke,
0: sir. <laughs> Restoring the margin with another try following a long run by Thurston. Boyd, the ultimate try scorer on the very next play, 30-14. England got another one back through Hino to make the scoreline slightly more respectable, but Possibly Australia... Possibly
1: the greatest try ever scored in English Rugby League. Nah. By West Tiger. By and West North Tiger. East. But, um... Maybe really. one try that was better. Didn't Hino get one last week? Yeah, it wasn't as good as this one. Yeah, it was probably yeah, Against better. the quality of the opposition. Yeah, fair enough. All right, you can have that one. Then. You get a phone, phone call <laughs> from the Queen during the week. Yep. Sir Heino. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they made the score slightly more respectable, but Australia still had the last word with a try to Chris Lawrence. JT added another conversion, kept his perfect record intact. <clears throat> Australia win 36 points to 20.
1: How about England start? Not a bad start Put on a bit of pressure. Yep, the
0: ball like there wide. To play.
1: There's um, and I mean both his tries were pretty impressive uh finishes for Ryan they were, Hall.
0: They were the types of the types of wingers try that we've come to expect in the last kind of two seasons. Mm. So I mean it's good that someone in England. Well, certainly in as the as NRL. Well.
1: I, yeah, in the NRL. Yeah, Um I'm not sure you'd expect that, that sort of try in the Super League.
0: No, probably not. Really? He's clearly lifted to the to the standard of the opposition. He's class above.
1: Yeah, clearly, clearly. Um. There's definitely worse wingers than him in the NRL. Oh. There's fucking way worse wingers in the ESL too, but But there's two you know. worse there's two worse wingers in the West Tigers side. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that you were gonna do that. I was gonna when I was actually He's seriously better about, he's better than Utah and Lottie DeCurie. To the power I'll of Bo Ryan. You. I will fucking punch you in the face. How dare you To the power How of Bo Ryan. How by dare you? Multiplied by How dare you sometimes it's brown Brian Hall, an Englishman. <laughs> He's better than Lottie Takiri. If it wasn't for Engli- The fuck
0: are you thinking? If it wasn't for Englishmen, that fucking house of cards would just implode. with that and Hino. know.
1: <laughs> fucking dare you, sir? I just... Um I'm not sure we're going to see Luke Lewis on, used on the wing again. Although he did a pretty admirable job, and yeah. we, you know, people forget that he did start his career there. He was and a quick switcheroo, yeah. I mean, yeah. he did
0: play Origin uh, on the wing as well, so <laughs> he, he knows what to do. But he's been a long time since he's been out there.
1: Uh, who who will play wing then?
0: Uh, that's an excellent T-Rex, question. Maybe? I don't think they'll well, put they're T-Rex they're on because he's doing the job now. Hand.
1: He's, he's doing some hard yards. He's doing the go. job as a substitute
0: forward. The role he took with Manly. Because you know, wouldn't of the think
1: they're going to lose anything with Fluffy at fullback with Slater out for the rest of the tournament.
0: So. And let's face it, Fluffy, I mean, he's a fullback you know, by trade in his, mm. in his club team. I mean, he usually gets shoe-horned, on, shoehorned under the wing. Yeah. <sighs> Who have they got? That's an excellent question, though. Who is, is it?
1: I mean, he's a Churchill medalist, Nathan. Who? Premiership winning fullback,
0: yeah. I remember. I remember that that game. That was that, was, that was the grand final when um, when Nightingale played awesome and should have yeah. got the Churchill medal. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> should have run away with it, but uh, yeah.
0: Well Dean Young, I think he played for, he played a fair game from memory as well. Yes.
1: Um, you could say there was um, you know, thirty three better players on yeah. the field.
0: Yeah, you could say that. Now, but hey,
1: who are we to judge?
0: Who's going to be the winger? You intrigued intrigues me now because I hadn't actually Josh thought. Josh Marsh
1: of- is there any on tour?
0: He's in reserve grade, isn't he?
1: Well, he come from New <laughs> South Wales Cup to play for Australia.
0: Oh yeah, well place. If you hope plays. to
1: fringe first graders the world over.
0: Yeah, you know. I could put anyone out there. Put Gallen out there. Dude needs a rest. <laughs> well, I mean, it's been a long
1: season, man. Jesus. <laughs> it's been a yeah, long season. Yeah, but he wouldn't just stand out there, he'd get involved. Yeah, exactly. Do his hit ups and probably score a hat trick. <laughs> probably would. You know what? They wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him. I thought um Briscoe on the other wing for England did actually a pretty fair job containing the Uarte parte, given that Australia looked often, it, certainly in the early stages of the game, to go to Uate, obviously trying to get past Briscoe with his his size and his speed and his footwork, but... He was up to the task every time.
0: Yeah, there's only one decent chance for the, the Uate party, I reckon, and that was when Thurston should have passed it to him early mm. and just let him shut the gate. Instead of Thurston, took the massive run himself until he got run down. And, you know, it was smarter of him to take the tackle and, you know, set up the try on the next play. But um, mm. if he had
1: given it to Uate straight away, it would have been shut the gate, no doubt about it. Yeah, I, I think um, Hino certainly answered the criticism from uh, Gary Schofield about it being a farcet. He's been picked for England. I mean who's he- that dumb motherfucker Yeah, I mean age. we spoke about it last week but Hino's obviously taken it to heart because he's he's embracing his newfound pomminess because I mean that tackle on T-Rex was as British as Pippa Middleton's ass <laughs> only, <laughs> only softer. <laughs> it just doesn't come any more British than that. No, it's true. It's uh so yeah, he's just given the given the finger to uh to Scully, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, had to had to answer the critic As, as best he knows how God thought, that's ordinary You want know me to play like things. a pom I'll fucking show you Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, Get it's, everyone it's, to run at me
0: I'll miss them all And after after you got Benji You got Benji with, You know Two You know Two uh, similar yeah. Episodes uh, Last time I mean he's, he's turned into West Tigers Kryptonite Not T-Rex <laughs> 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 Can't wait till next season Yeah yeah Good luck with
1: that <laughs> Half your clubs walking out on you, mate. We'll take you on any time you want. Oh, no,
0: we're all right. We haven't lost any players, <coughs> nor will we. Yet.
1: <laughs> so uh, we Sam year? Sam Tompkins uh, said he wants to be like Billy Slater. He was better than him in this match.
0: Well, in fact, he served out the 80 minutes. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> he had a couple of good touches. Yeah, we're like giving uh, that. There was one when the game was what, the what game I'm was sure. over,
0: though. When he when when he the had second one, touch, yeah. the
1: first one where he made the bus to um, to send Jack Reed on his way, who then in turn put Hall over for his second try. Yeah. Um, Pretty impressive. I'm not sure he's big enough to play in the NRL at fullback. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll see. I he's mean, a similar build to Josh Dugan. Doesn't seem as strong,
0: Yeah, I would agree with that.
1: Um, and he, he's, he ain't Billy Slater. No, he doesn't have no. that explosive pace. He's quick. <laughs> yeah, but, but he does,
0: yeah. But Billy Slater there's a lot more to his gained than just explosive pace. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and he doesn't get involved anywhere near to the level that Billy Slater does, and maybe that'll come if they. If the, if the Poms want to settle on a combination, you know, like settle on a hooker and settle yeah, on a half, maybe that you know over time that'll happen. But if Keatley
1: yeah. play fullback in the NRL, fucking Tompkins will get a run somewhere.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that does that just blows your argument
1: out of the water, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so all in all, I think Australia put a pretty impressive performance. I was, I was um. Surprised by England's the way England played, I thought they were in the game for for parts, and and when yeah, Australia could have really time, blown yeah. the game wide open, they they actually fought back and, and coming put up to
0: half time I thought that England, you know, they were looking fairly good. Uh, Australia just did that did what that thing they do, and they just sort of switched up a game, switched up a gear, sorry, and just and smashed them out of it in the first half of the of the second half.
1: Do you think Tompkins should be the next guy to have a crack in the NRL?
0: Oh, why not? I mean, surely you know, surely someone will buy him. Cronulla might buy him. South. I'm not going to fucking
1: ouse Gardner out of a spot. <laughs> oh, that's
0: true too.
1: Oh, maybe. maybe go. South.
0: <laughs> South might buy him. I mean, they tend to go alright in terms of buying palms.
1: Oh Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I have to change the name to the Rabbit Oars. <laughs> the of bird dry and then throw Tompkins it, in
0: there. I mean, so who's going to be fullback for the rabbits next season? The Merit will be fullback. Merit to start probably, with yeah. Yeah, well, maybe Tompkins can switch to halfback. They need a halfback.
1: He's played in the halves, has not he? Yeah, he played in the halves last
0: formation. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Could do it.
1: He's got the connection. Got the connection. Pommy coach and fifteen pommy forwards. Yep, yep. As I'm saying, you heard it here first. Guaranteed James- signing to the Rabbitohs, 2013. <laughs> St. Tompkins. watch James out. Raby. He must be related to the Queen or something <laughs> to keep getting a fucking run for England. <laughs> he's like the royal family of hookers. He's he's totally irrelevant and useless against Australia. <laughs> <laughs> like. That guy did fuck all. Yeah. I mean,
0: he wasn't Robinson Crusoe, though. I mean, you know, England, and that's 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 probably part of the gulf between the sides. I mean, England do have a couple of passengers in there. I mean, yeah. if every Sam Tompkins. Anyone that you know, yeah,
1: anyone that's not Sam Tompkins or a West Tigers player. Or Jack
0: Reed, to be fair. Yeah, he went all right. He goes he? all right. He did go all right. For a Bronco Ranger.
1: <laughs> Bronco Rangers are greater than palms. Yeah. He's, he's basically... He's got English parents. You said yourself he's, he's a relevant pom. Don't bag him out.
0: I'm just saying he's a pom. I mean, I can bag him out for being a Rangar.
1: Yeah, well, that's true. That's not... I mean, you may as well bag him out for being a pom. That's far yeah. more shameful.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is Pomp's talking about. We can bag him however we want. What are you doing? <laughs> Fucking... cloak. what are you doing there?
1: Yeah, I, I, I just... I'm not a James Roby fan. Just doesn't do it for me. Gives him no penetration through the ruck. Um, average defender... Doesn't Doesn't really do it for me Yeah Certainly with some of the forwards He got um, I thought James Graham went okay Whilst he was on the field While he was on hurt. the field yeah. I think we'll that's going to be Canterbury's issue next year Tuesday Is year. um You know We saw the same thing with Burgess He hit the NRL by You know With, with a bang But he had these niggling injuries Because that Week to week grind At that level yep. And those Those collisions Everything's Amplified And you're yep. under the microscope more And um There's more expected of your body To, to play at that level And um, I've got no doubt he's capable of playing at, at the highest level at the NRL. It's whether he can consistently get there week after week after week and if his body can hold up to it. So. Yeah. Um, definitely a great prop, though. It's a good buy for them, just whether they get the value out of him this first year or so of his contract yeah. if he can stay on the field. So, um, Yeah, all in all, pretty good sh- pretty good showing from Australia. Um, they showed they're the dominant force in the tournament and, um, you know... training run next week and probably The final margin was helped a lot by the fact that
0: England got two consolation tries in the last 10 minutes as well when the game, the the game was won, you know, sort of 50, 55, 60 minutes in when Australia were out to 24-8. Sure. Previews for week three of the Four Nations 2011 Kicks off at the ungodly fucking hour of 4am Sunday England versus New Zealand
1: Who the fuck is going to get up to watch that? Not I oh, unless, You'll be up Well, uh, I might see the second half live if Killer gets up You'll be up due to your nocturnal sun Yeah well he's, 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 he's
0: operating 3% possum that kid He's operating on about 4.45am wake ups these days So I'll probably see the second half live
1: Good luck with that. Yeah. I'll be doing the old IQ. Watch it later.
0: Yeah. Well, There's I thought, UFC on
1: on Sunday too, so. Yeah.
0: Jesus, it's front of the TV. And out.
1: it's free UFC too. That's yeah. the best kind of UFC. i
0: have to figure out the time for that one too. With Dallas saving and whatnot. Oh, true, might, yeah. depends how much of the card they're showing too. But that's, yeah. That's a different show. We're talking about England versus New Zealand.
1: Yes. Well, I mean. <laughs> we may as well thousand. be talking about this week in any blood sport if we're talking about England versus New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, well, both sides have to win. This is the game that decides who gets to play Australia in the final. Oh, Wales can't make it. Unfortunately, I don't think Wales are going to get there. Mm. I think they've left their run too late. I think so. So, who's going to win? England's showing against Australia, at least on the, you know, the scoreboard.
1: As it, you know, fairly, know fairly evenly matched. As much as I can't stand Poms. Yep. And, you know, generally anything English. Um... I think England might win. Really? Yeah. I think it might shock them. Controversial? Based on what? Based on the fact that there's two West Tigers inside um, and they're key elements to their team. I, I, I just have a gut feeling. I think New Zealand are due for, you know, they've cling to this, oh, in tournaments we go better and all this bullshit. I think that's my, that, that, that is what might get them home. You think? They start to taper towards oh, their inevitable I think final. Cling into that, and I think England might get under the radar and. Knock New
0: Zealand, New Zealand are a better side on paper.
1: Oh, definitely, no question.
0: I think that they, it's it's so hard to say. I mean, so New Zealand went okay against Australia in the first round. Mm. Better, certainly better than they did in the. Um, actually, there was a point there where they made a game of it when they came yeah, back yeah. in the second half. There definitely. Um, England. You know, made more of a game than Australia would have expected, perhaps. Um, Australia did have injuries and had to shuffle their lineup around too, though, which um, certainly helped out the wingers for England.
1: I think the fact that Sheens has proven that uh, he can coach pretty well against Benji Marshall and is, is testament to the fact that there is a formula to beating him. And that inside knowledge probably goes a long way to, to stopping him. Yep. I think Hino and Gadeth will have a bit of inside knowledge as to what angles players like to run off... You know, that players will run off him and, and some of his tendencies that they can look out for. Yeah, because in saying that... If though, they I nullify mean... Benji to a point... And we all know that he's got a... He's, he's got a performance that's less than his best in him every once it's in a one, while. It's one, it's one thing
0: to, to know how to stop him. But
1: it's another thing that the personnel that can actually execute the game this plan. Is, you sound much like another host of that Rugby League podcast this week in league. Well, what I'm saying you is... You sound remarkably like that really good-looking fucking Tiger supporting bloke. What it's... What I'm saying is, Benji Marshall's a god, and he can't Tim, be stopped. That Tim Sheens, I agree.
0: Tim Sheens knows how easy it is to stop Benji, and his job's made even easier because he can tell players, you know, the likes of the defensive uh, power of Darren Lockyer,
1: mm.
0: you know, to to chop him down, and the tackling gilmister esque machine of tackling that Darren Lockyer is, <laughs> he just sm- he, Benji's got no way through. Nothing, nothing comes off. Do England have someone that's so amazing at tackling as Darren Lockyer? It's
1: not James Roby, that's for sure. Well, no, it's not James Roby. He's a paper mache
0: defender. And Graham will be on the bench. He, well, he's uh, injured, isn't he? Well, he actually just followed through the injury, didn't he? When are teams, the teams, I don't think teams he didn't five, play in five, the five. second half. So. No, no, he sat the whole. Yeah, he was out for the rest of the game.
1: We'll keep in mind, the teams haven't been named at this point, so yeah, yeah. So Got a funny feeling then. about England.
0: After the way you ruthlessly smashed them for the entire review of the game, the recap of the game. I know. Well, now, they all were sudden, shit. now all of a sudden they're going to win.
1: Well, they're not going to beat New Zealand.
0: I mean, yeah, there's no fucking chance. No way in hell. Really? No, it's not going to happen. Okay. England, it's not happening.
1: Oh. They're the number three side. They're going to know their role.
0: <laughs> That's it.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just I like the idea of an upset in this tournament. New Zealand by eight
0: to 14 points.
1: Really? Yeah. I think England by two
0: could be a draw if Benji Marshall has a regular game on the goal-kicking. If Benji can kick his goals, 8-14 to 14 point win to the Kiwis, without a doubt.
1: Comes down to goal-kicking. <laughs> England, England <by> win. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the next game, speaking of ungodly hours, 3.45am on Monday. What? Fuck that shit. Wales versus Australia.
1: Jesus. Mm. Who thinks up this... Time difference thing. <sighs> These Northern Hemisphere motherfuckers, Can't we all just man? operate on the same clock? Why does even have to be difficult?
0: I mean, we're the only country interested in this tournament. Exactly. Why, why, can't, why can't they play at least at 6am?
1: You know, regardless of what the time is over there, why can't they just play it at like 7.30pm, 7 kick, kick off our time?
0: Yeah, exactly. I agree. Wales versus Australia. Australia's going to win by 30 points plus. Doesn't matter who they put on the field. They're going to rest Lockie, I presume, because uh, he was touching to even play the last game. I think the big question
1: game. is, will Wales score a point? Yes, Australia are going to trot out the Reggies
0: um, from their touring party for this game, which means that you know combinations not aren't necessarily going to be there, and you know they might jag one or two. Um, wow,
1: that's a cherry saying England beat Cher- New
0: Zealand. Cherry Evans will probably get a hat trick um, of well, tries and tries. There, they haven't had a run yet. What may
1: play? There we go. T Rex play every game. T Rex played every game. Certainly put paid to the fucking Sheen's What May Feud thing, didn't it, this tournament? Yeah, well, I mean, both of them
0: said there was nothing in it, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, you know, Daily Telegraph, once again, talk, shot. talking shit. He
1: themselves himself very well, too, Those both those Manly boys. I thought yeah. they've gone, been some of Australia's best. We what mates, be, not without his mistakes. I wonder if, I wonder if um, the T-Rex will be playing. He did get him, didn't he? We forgot to mention that.
0: First think, point, undoubtedly, the first point the of the reaction was with the shoulder. a bit
1: overdone. First point League's of
0: contact been... was the shoulder. Without a doubt, it did slip up and you know, cuff him inside the head. No doubt about that. The point clearly fucking farred it to the maximum, it absolutely it. died.
1: Fuck! Like to... I want to punch you in the face sometimes, eh?
0: Or who else took a massive dive for no reason?
1: Any number of Isaac English Premier League uh, players.
0: Oh no! I don't know what soccer. I don't know soccer players'
1: really? names. Some Italian soccer. players. Nathan player. Gears, after I punch you in the right on the button, very shortly. <laughs>
0: I'll punch you right in the monkey if you keep flapping. You just, like <laughs> you just had to get it in there and get in there.
1: You love it. You love it. That's Joey, your
0: new thing. Joey Diaz, son. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Check yourself before you
1: wreck yourself. <laughs>
0: Uh, oh man, up. I love that guy. So, um, so, so, uh, so T Rex may not be there, but it's not going to matter against Wales. Um, worst case scenario is he'll probably take a week because the the thing, the the precedent that they're going off is that if uh, Russell Packer gets a week for no cocking, cocking the elbow and literally going going for <laughs> Muay Thai on Lockheed's yeah. face, if he gets a week for that, then T Rex really he should. Uh,
1: should have no case to answer.
0: He should be given the, the MVP of the series. And that award.
1: Pommy cat, he should go for a week for being a cat.
0: Especially if they're saying, like, you know, he got up and he was winking and stuff. I didn't see that, but um, no, apparently he was, he was on the ground and he was having a wink and a smile. I'm like, all care, boys. I mean, it's, if you're going to fake it, you know, by all means, fake it. But they just can't, it's just, it's Isaac Luke's saying, they just can't seem to fucking keep it together. They have to show, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just fucking, you know, like, you know, they have to show their teammates, you know, no, I'm just, you know. I'm just, just have fucking. to show
1: their teammates they're a cat.
0: Yeah, I mean, in the sheds, afterwards, would say, look, you know, you didn't really get me, I was just milking the penalty. By all means, do that, but you do it, you know, when you do on the field, it on when, the you're field, when the other teams see it and everything, it's just a ridiculous look. Um, st- Wales, I mean, yeah, it'd probably be a similar scoreline to the, the, the uh, sorry, the um
1: That's another thing I wanted to say about New England. Zealand? What's that? How the fuck is that peacock guy captaining them?
0: Uh, tenure, longevity, been around for fucking fair while.
1: How the fuck is Gareth Ellis not captain of that team? Really? Come on. I have no Best idea. player the country's ever produced in the history of the universe. Is he? Oh fuck! Who's better? Oh, I could think of. Who's better? better? I could think of a thousand better better English players. You could not think of one. Adrian Morley, former West Tiger slash bound, uh, former West Magpie, Ellery Hanley is the only one that comes even close, and he come on leaps and bounds after he put on the mighty black and white jersey. Mel Riley. Fuck off, manly God. He, just, <laughs> seriously, Gareth Ellis, best English rugby league Kevin player Ward, ever. Produced. Manly God.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Should be Shall captain. I continue? Who no. else is English and play Un- manly? <laughs> unless you've got something relevant to to offer to the. Henry uh, he w-
0: he would have been awesome, except for that, that fucking grand final when he just slept the whole game. What was that all about?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, poor old narcoleptic Ellery
0: of <laughs> all the games that just go to sleep for some, yeah, exactly. for some unknown reason we'll show them.
1: we'll show them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway you've, you haven't nominated a margin for the Wales versus oh, Australia game 48 that's the margin that's the margin so we are going to score like 50 something to 4 6 yeah they're going to score, they're gonna score they're not gonna I don't score. know that
1: they'll score 2
0: so Australia are going to crack the fifty? Yes. Interesting. England could have cracked the fifty on Wales, I think, if they had they had got their uh, goal kicking sorted. But that was Gareth was like forty two four, mate. I think. So you think it'll exceed the forty two points to four that uh, the English did? Should
1: let Gareth knocked him over with his chin. Yeah, maybe so.
0: But I'm saying, do you think Australia are going to exceed forty two points to four? Yes. All I right. just
1: fucking said so. <laughs> Fifteen seconds ago. All right.
0: Then you start talking about Gareth Gareth's chin.
1: Just rapping, no, is that rapping? Bullshit yeah.
0: Okay so Australia Greatest
1: English Rugby league player Ever produced
0: Okay so you don't Have to watch the game now You know that Australia's going to win by a thousand
1: Because we know stuff Exactly
0: fuck that shit is funny I was literally tears coming out of my face oh, oh, hilarious fuck that is full time for episode number 73 as always you can interact with us on twitter all through the off season on at TWI league
1: now what else you can do Buy so, merchandise. You can, you can. New bunch of hats should be here tomorrow if you listen to this on Thursday.
0: Excellent. And if you've ordered a Curve Brim hat in in uh, in recent in the last two weeks... In generously proportioned noggin. In the uh, L, L-XL sizing, your order will be shipping as soon as they come yes, in. Yes,
1: we have two back orders. All right. crazy. Right. we've had to s- stitch four hats together to get over your fucking melon. And
0: we've got a couple of others to come through as well for the hats uh, over the last week. Excellent. So thank you very much to those guys. Facebook, we're not going to hit the 900 goal that we revised a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I think we're at
1: 818 a couple of weeks ago. I think, now. Yeah,
0: I think we're at 821 or something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But um, what I mean is get on there. Um, we're still having people actually uh, give us a bit of feedback and uh, I've got some later on uh, in the show from uh, Facebook. Google Plus as of today, we have a profile on Google Plus. They've started the pages, opened up the pages, so similar to the pages on Facebook uh, rather than uh, your personal accounts. They've actually started up you know, businesses and really? you know, brands can do pages. So um, I hooked that up this morning.
1: Oh, you um, said it. I thought Google Plus did
0: it. No, 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 no. no. Just, that just allowed them. That just, just opened up the ability for people to, to <laughs> okay. do, do it. Um, so I haven't really set it up properly yet, but um, if you remember, just do a search uh, on Google Plus for This Week in League and Addis. Over the off-season, we'll figure out how best to integrate it into the way we do things and uh, see what we can do with it. So stay tuned. Mailbox. We got some mail via Facebook, again, from a listener. This time it is our old mate, Matt Boyle, who you may know as the ESL update guy. He um, had some <coughs> no, comments... No, no, let
1: him finish. Don't go to sleep yet. He uh,
0: had some comments about the Australia versus England game. Um, first, I want to say that actually did he sent through uh, a Four Nations report from last week, but he missed the deadline by about a day and a half. So unfortunate, unfortunate, unlucky, Matt. No clocks um,
1: in Matt's house.
0: No clocks. Um, but thank you anyway, mate. Uh, but he sent in this comment Listen on to Facebook. Listen you, right. sucking
1: up to the pom.
0: And uh, thank he, you anyway, mate. Hey, the dude fucking put a report together. So I mean, like, he missed the deadline and everything. He's but... a pom.
1: Jeez. Until this tournament's over,
0: he's the enemy, um, the mortal enemy. Okay, and what he said is right congratulations on the victory your boys showed why they are the best in the world and took their chances to win whilst big mistakes from Chase Reed, and Hyington cost us 18 points but the score flattered you massively England were the better team for large parts of the game and the referee did you no end of favours Nate I want you to man up next week on the show and take off the maroon tinted glasses and admit that T-Rex should have been off the pitch and it was not far off Packers shot on Lockyer <laughs>
1: <laughs> you get a job as a
0: commentator. Tom Briscoe's disallowed try was a joke in brackets. The ball-playing arm did not touch the floor, so the tackle was incomplete. Probably fair call, I thought, on that. Could have gone yeah, upstairs. Yeah, you can have that. And we suffered game-changing injuries to Gadeth and James Graham. We suffered game-changing injuries of fucking our fullback, too, MoFo. And Lockie played the whole game with one arm. So he doesn't seem to mention that though no oh and I think another performance like that and Sam Tompkins could walk into the majority of NRL teams next season
1: (laughs) where he did two things in one game yeah two yeah Anyway, he's rant- already wrapped him up, and now you want to say he's going to be a walk-up starter? do walking-up no, starter. Huh? No, he might get a run no, for souse. No, we might so get carried away.
0: We gave him—we gave him about the rap he deserved, maybe slightly more, just to be charitable. The only reason this he's going to get a run
1: for souse is because there's other people in the club that speak his language.
0: This entire speech that, that, that I'm reading out here which is just absolute ridiculousness.
1: Anyway, <laughs> that's better. See, anyway,
0: rant over. I'm off to stick a tenor on which referee gets to officiate the 2012 NRL Grand Final, allegedly.
1: And this is why English people annoy me. Everyone not named Gareth Ellis. <laughs> what well, do I know? He still talks like an Aussie, though, doesn't he, really? <laughs>
0: no, so, look, so, so Matt, you to...
1: make some valid points there, champ, but, you know, at the end of the day, Australia won and you didn't, so suck it up, champ.
0: Okay, um, and I would just like to say, you said he made some valid points. <laughs> really? Point, if maybe I'll give him a point.
1: Yeah, well, clearly T-Rex sent off.
0: Well, no, not for that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> iTunes, another review this week came in from a newish listener, Simo Alley. Love it, five stars. Great podcast, very informative, extremely funny, best podcast in capitals ever.
1: Yes. Gotta love it. Proceeded to lay the slippers in me on Twitter.
0: He's been rocking it out on Twitter and... um, he actually sent me a message through the website to say, um, you know, who else is great to you know, follow and who else goes hard during the rugby league yeah. season. Uh, so I encouraged him to start a topic up on the forum, which he did. Uh, so if you are listening to the show um, and you're one of the guys that, uh, you know, gets amongst it on Twitter, <clears throat> by all means, get on the forum, uh, find the thread uh, where he's asking about Twitter guys and um, register your details. And um, even if you – I mean – by all means everyone should do it anyway because there's probably people that we don't know as well that you know sure. that go hard that you know and you know it's a good way to link everybody up um, rather than just saying follow this one guy you know everybody get in there hook everyone up yeah, yeah. exactly so everyone can you know hook up with everyone and it can be just a big happy Twitter orgy
1: um, so yeah here we go with our differentiation of the of the term hook up <laughs> yeah
0: exactly so hit up the forum at thisweekinleague.com and throw in your details that is it for me this week. I don't have anything else.
1: That's it for me. Go the Aussies.
0: Go the Aussies. They've all you know they've beaten all the easy beats. Now it's time to take on the Dragons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just one last little dig before we go. See you next week.
0: Oh, actually, I say one last thing. Twitter listener White Pie W I G H T Pie Lee. Um, he keeps giving me shit about this. He gave me a great one about the uh, about the red V choking, a statistic about the red V choking. Gave it to me a couple of weeks ago now, and I just forgot to slot it in. And, you know, given the fact that, you know, both red Vs are relevant at this time of the season now, um, talking about St. Helens and St. George, mm-hmm. both of them, hitting the finals and choking <laughs> repeatedly I and love. as as an english listener of the show um he just brought to my attention that they've got the, they've got the uh, red v chokers over there as well so it's not just saint george nice. and so just
1: How did uh, castleford go there got knocked out of the finals too didn't they
0: yeah i don't think castleford went great yeah they had their moment i remember that, Remember, like they had of their moments
1: but ultimately amounted to nothing mm,
0: might hmm. be a tigers thing sounds familiar yeah a lot of parallel a lot of parallels over there <laughs>